What's good, everybody? Jack and Lockie here from the Hard to Run Down podcast. <laughs> You're watching episode 11 of The Return with back uh, with the season previews again today. Uh, we just recorded Portland and Miami. So today, well, sorry, now we're doing Dallas Mavericks and the Atlanta Hawks. Two very exciting teams heading into the season. Oh. Um, one team has a lot to prove, in my opinion. Um, there's a lot of work to be done in one particular organization. Um, Lockie, do you want to start us off? With, Before shadowing. With uh, Dallas. Dallas. Start with Dallas. Okay. That's Dallas. I don't know. They haven't exactly improved that much in the offseason. Um, like adding Reggie Bullock, um, Sterling Brown. I don't I can't off the top of my mind, I can't think who else they added, but they haven't, I guess Moses Brown. Moses Brown. That was the one I was yeah. Um yeah, I, I have them at forty six. Um I think that's pretty safe for the West for them. Um I own I say that also because they don't have that they haven't got that second star. And I obviously Buzingas is there, but we see in the playoffs, he um, it's either him not working with Luca, you know, that dynamic maybe isn't there, but also he's not really stepping up to the plate. Um, uh, what's his name? Campazzo, average more rebounds than him <laughs> in a season. Are you fucking kidding me? But in a, um, in a, yeah. Campazzo is such a bomb. I love him, but he's such no, a bro, such a grub. <laughs> just him in, did you watch him in the bronze medal game? God, yeah, I know. He's, he's, grub he's series. Grub. Yeah, but um, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> um, Seeking star Hardaway Junior. I don't know if he's he's probably reached his ceiling in terms of playing next to Luca, but that's fine. He's still like an eighteen point player. Um, if he can get to like that, just twenty points, like that'd be sick. It would just it would give him a bit more. Luca a bit a bit less pressure on him. Luca magic. Um, impact so player. I've got Dwight Powell, or or Maxi Kleber. I I like I like both of those guys because like they're so like they're both like undersized and they're weird. They're weird choices for your big man spots, um, but they just work in that in the Dallas system. And Dwight Powell's been there for a couple of years and has he's definitely definitely proved himself. He got injured. Last year, I believe, or just before the playoffs, yeah, he missed so. a bit of time. Um, he's definitely like he's definitely sorely missed by them um, as just like an all-round, really solid, like kind of small ball center. Um, but he does his he does his job really well. Um, team MVP, Luca, Luca Doncic, Luca Doncic, rising star. I like probably probably Moses Brown based off how he played in OKC kind of what kind of like why did they give him up why did they let him you know I, I why would you if you're rebuilding why would you not have a guy like that because developing? they were they probably love picks more than their own players yeah true yeah there's I don't know what I, I mean got I think they also planned. I think they had to package something with Al Horford though I don't know hey, oh wait no I'm not sure. Al Horford. Al Horford. Two Al Horford. Yes. Um Also, like Josh Green, I'd like to see him. If he can get some, yeah. be like a bit of a rising star. For um, sure, brother. A good, a good all-round um, guard. Um, yeah, I, I'm not that excited to watch the Mavs because 
I look at Luca and and Trey. Um, and I look at them like they're obviously exciting players, but they, they do the same thing a lot. You mm. know what I mean? It's a lot of pick and roll. Luca kind of gets his man behind him. Um, and like kind of does a weird thing where he like sticks his butt out. It's kind of, kind of sus, but it's all right. Um, but he, Oh yeah. What's up? <laughs> um, yeah. He does a lot of the same thing, which is, which is fine. If it works, same as Trey, he does a lot of his floaters and pick and roll, mm. throw the lob pull up threes um yeah and i don't i still don't see mavs aren't i guess at that contending spot if they had a like a jalen brown type star just someone who just just someone like a jalen brown type player i reckon they'd be compete for the one to three in in the west they're just lacking that second star who's an actual like second star, star. <laughs> yeah, an actual star. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Pozingas, but um, I kind of, I kind of agree with that. I feel like, yeah. wow, Jalen Brown would actually be like the perfect fit. Yeah, hey. um, definitely. But, them, yeah. Like I was saying for this new series we're doing, um, having for Boston having two, having two superstars on the same timeline at the same time is like incredibly rare, mm. like insanely rare. Um, like kind of like Curry and Clay on the same timeline and Draymond. Like that was just like, how do you get them on the same timeline? Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, is that you done? Oh, I just saying, yeah, they've improved with like role players and like their versatility. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're lacking that second star to be like a dominant um, scorer. But Mavs are still sure. like a really all round, like they've got a lot of versatile players in their lineup. They're really, they're not like, yeah. like they, they've got Trey Burke as well to come to the bench and, um, be like a scorer as well. Like they've got a lot of, lot of really all round players. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just, they've all kind of, they all have kind of hit their ceiling in a way, or they all have their yeah spot already hit. So I think their next move, Dallas should be going for another star. Um, yeah, definitely. And you can, you've got a lot of pieces that you can package together and get something good. Yeah. 100%. Easily. Pascal Siakam. Ooh. Um, Damian Lillard. Lillard. Ben Simmons, I wouldn't say because um, you be. can't have two. You can't have two guys on that team that are getting criticised. As in, like <laughs> Ben Simmons and Chris Stapps. You'd probably like, go Pazingas for Ben, which would be yeah. a loss for both teams. Oh, that would be terrible. <laughs> um, all right, so forty-two wins last year, not too bad out of seventy games, especially with all the camaraderie that was going on. Uh, Doncic MVP type season. Pazingas terrible season. Um, I think he's like. If everyone, everyone says this seven foot three shooting guard. He mm. settles too much for the for a guy that's seven foot three, doesn't use his body, doesn't post up much. When he does, he doesn't use his he doesn't use his body to back him down, back his opponent down. He just settles for a fadeaway or passes out, comes back out to the three point line, shoots a deep three. Mm. It's not how you should be playing, especially when they bought you in as that second star and you're just sitting on a three point line shooting. And you mm. weren't even shooting it well. Um yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr., in my opinion, is the perfect fit next to Luca. Um, just a guy that can score the rock. He's a volume shooter. Um, I think that's all I got to say. He's cash money. Mm. Uh, 50 plus wins. 50 plus. Yeah. Why from I, last year, though? Like, I know it's, it's, ver- yeah. it's very, it's very ambitious, but I'm an ambitious dude, man. Ah. Very ambitious. 
Um, I just think they can pull it together. I think one player in particular will pull it together. Um, most improved, Kristaps Porzingis. Rising star, Kristaps Porzingis. Impact player, Kristaps Porzingis. Sneaky star, is not kidding. Most improved, Kristaps Porzingis. Um, I think he... I think it's his time to show... This is a fuck you season. Yeah. This is a fuck you season. I think... And I think having Jason Kidd there, who is a player development coach, is going to be good for Kristaps and Luca's kind of tandem together. Um, you saw Jason Kidd actually went over to Lithuania or wherever he's from, oh, yeah. Latvia or something, Latvia, and yeah. like and stayed with his family and got to meet everyone. I think I think that boosts your confidence because it's like your coach now believes in you. Rick Carlisle was a very hard coach, and mm. I think he's going to be really good for Indiana. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think Jason Kidd is a great fit in terms of coaching. He's got experience, unlike Chauncey Billups with Portland. Um, he's got experience. He's coached some good teams. He was assistant coach on the championship winning Lakers, obviously. Mm. Um, there is plenty of opportunity um, for Chris Stapps. All the stars point in the right direction for his resurgence as mm. a 20. He could easily next season average like 22 and 10 or something like. Um, yeah. But again, um, but again, I'm, I'm, kind of not going to be surprised if he doesn't perform. Um, mm. Rising star, I've gone Jalen Brunson. Um, yeah. He's really good. Yeah. I like and he fit. I think he'll, I think he might start this year. Um, I don't know why. I think it'll be like a, a Jalen Brunson, Tim Hardaway Jr., Doncic, Chris Stapps, and Dwight Powell. Um, mm. Good player, good playmaker. I can shoot the ball. He's a really good Really crafty around the rim, pause, and um, I just think he'll be really good. Um, team MVP, I've gone Luka Doncic. Um, he's a really good player. Um, <laughs> he's on the cover of Two K Twenty One. Yeah, he's a future cover athlete. Um, and uh, <laughs> he's alright. I guess <laughs> yeah, he's not too bad. He's not too bad for the team. Um, yeah. he's alright. Impact player, I've gone Tim Hardaway Jr. I'm just mm. waiting for you to spit your coffee out. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, still got Impact more. Player, really yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr., like 18-point-a-game scorer. Um, he impacts the offense. He's not too bad defensively, but when you need a bucket, give the ball to him. He's much more reliable than Chris Tasporzingis, in my opinion. Mm. Um, sneaky style, gone Moses Brown. He'll probably be the backup center off the bench. 2020 games last year. Um, seven foot two big man, crazy. Hmm. Um, good post game, good footwork, great rebounder. I think, I think, I think they'll pull it together this year. Um, and I have high hopes, but again, I won't be surprised if it all turns to shit. So, yeah, they're one of those kind of unpredictable. We know they're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're a bit unpredictable as where they'll, where they'll see, like, can they make that top four? Can they make a run for that top four spot? Because, I th- I think the Nuggets will regress this season, so I think there's a there's a chance for a team outside of that top four to come in. Maybe the Mavs could be that team, um, yeah. but yeah, that's a it's a it's a what if. I'm not sure about that, but um, they should they they like I said before, they've got a really solid like like a bunch of good role players around one of the best players in the league. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Let's go Atlanta. Atlanta is very exciting. Um, do you want me to do this one? You can finish on Dallas. Yeah, I'll finish. I will. 
course. It was. Um, yeah. Surprising season for me last year. Um, I didn't think they were going to make a deep playoff run. I thought they were going to be like a a seven seed, eight seed, and get knocked out in the first round. Um, great year from Trey Young. And the front court of Capella and Collins actually wrote, worked really well. The concept mm-hmm. of having two inside bigs, but one of them can kind of stretch the floor at the same time was um, very beneficial. I think it just I think it just worked. DeAndre Hunter flourished um, up until his injury, but I think they just need one extra star to like really make themselves a contender. Bradley Beal is like the number one person that comes to mind. Mm. If if sorry, if Washington were like wanting to do like a full rebuild, like wanted to, I would. I think Atlanta would be the perfect spot. You get Bradley Beal for like Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, Kevin Huerta, Kevin Huerta, a few young pieces, some draft picks, and like fuck you, Atlanta have a contender. Like, yeah, hundred percent. They could. Yeah, I think they've got a really good team though, and I think they'll make a deep playoff run again. I think they might. I reckon they'll be like one of those seven-game series in the second round, maybe, um, regardless of who they play. Um, yeah. I got 45-plus wins. Um, yeah, I think I think it's good. I think it's a good range. Um, they can probably be that same seeding again, like the six, like a five-six seed. Um, could push for a four spot too. Um, Rising star, I've got Jalen Johnson. This is a bit of a, a random one. Um Forward with high upside defensive ability, can shoot the ball. Um, great slasher. Um, definitely has all the tools. He can definitely learn off players like DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, mm. Bogdanovich, um, who have really like kind of. I know DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish are kind of like thirty year guys now, but they're still experienced. They've still played the NBA game. They've made a deep playoff run. Cam Reddish in that I can't remember what series it was. Um, he just like bl- like went it was off sixes. Yeah, I think it was six this year. No, uh, Bucks, is, Bucks as well. He had a really yeah, good... yeah. He just went off. That was yeah. crazy. Um, that caught me by surprise. But it's good to know that um, he's my most improved, and that we know what he can do. He is. He's a. He's the real deal. Um, I think he's he's got all the tools to be great. He's super athletic. He's a great scorer. He's a fantastic defender. Um, he reminds me of PG. Um, yeah, he's always got those. Comparisons, just, yeah, definitely. Um, and I think he'll probably come off the bench. I think that's where he's suited for now. Um, yeah. Trey Young MVP. Um, I think the way he runs the pick and roll is just un- unlike any others. Um, he's so smart. He knows he knows how to perfectly time the lobs. Knows when yeah. to finish. Knows when to pull back for a jump shot. Knows his floater game is unmatched. Um, I just think he's a complete play. He's a complete player. Just needs to improve defensively, and I think. <clears throat> Um, he's also very undersized, but again, he just makes it work. I don't know how. I don't know how he finishes all those floaters, being six foot two or six foot one. Mm. Impact player John Collins, um, pretty self-explanatory. Um, he's like the Robin to Trey's Batman. Um, he's really good. Can shoot the ball now. He's like unbelievably athletic. Can protect mm. the rim. He's a good defender. He can play on ball as well. Um, there's a lot of things that he can do. I think he's like my impact player. I think he can really affect winning. He was great in that Sixers series, good in that Bucks series. Um, I just think he's really good. Sneaky star. Not so sneaky because he was really good last year, like I mentioned before, DeAndre Hunter. Yeah. Like I wouldn't call it sneaky. I tried to find I tried to find a few that were like sneaky, but 
I feel like DeAndre Hunter is the type of player you don't talk about much. Um, he's just a three and D guy that just shoots really well, plays really good defense. So I think he's my sneaky star. Um, he was really good last year, really good for my fantasy team. Um, he had a few strings of 30 point games. So yeah, I have high hopes for him. I think he'll be a sneaky star and um, definitely going to improve for sure. Mm. Um, well, I haven't even done a, I don't think I'm doing a fantasy team this year either. Why not? I don't know. I don't know. Just not? Fair enough. Uh, I don't know. 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 Um, yeah. Hawks. I got him plus seven. I, I say 48 wins. Um, I think they can they can uh, follow up from their really good playoff performance last year as, as, a, fifth, as a fifth seed oh, yeah, to make the conference finals, beat out the first seed and nearly beat the Bucks is like mm. ridiculous. Um, yeah. And I don't look at them as just a, oh, they'll make this playoff run. I actually do think they'll take that next step. Um, it's going to be a, again, like the Mavs, I'm not sure how they're going to go um, in terms of wins. I think they're more of like a, based off what I've seen in this past playoff, I think they're more of a playoff team than they are a regular season team. In yeah. like they'll underperform during the regular season. And then they'll overperform in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, 48 definitely could get them like 50, 55 wins around there. Even like, yeah, they can definitely have that um, big jump based off last year. Um, sneaky star, I've got Cam Reddish. I don't, yeah, he probably will have to come off the bench now that I think about it. Um, but that's still fine. He can still have, he still get plenty of minutes and do his thing. He's got some good bench pieces around him, like Lou Will. Mm. Bogdanovich. Um, yeah, he can definitely be that. And sneaky start. Impact player, I've got Bogdanovich. I, I really like him off the bench. Um, can shoot the lights out. Uh, a good scorer. Gives um, plenty of energy. I was going to ruin a, He can ruin a few multis as well. Oh, really? Is he, is he down to do that? He's that, that player. Uh, we'll take him off then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I also I, I was thinking of John Collins as well, but I was also thinking of Solomon Hill. I really like Solomon Hill over the years. Mm. He's not he's not anything crazy, but just his impact defensively. He's a three and D guy. Um, I think he's a he think he's a, a glue guy on like a on a contending team. Um, so yeah, that's that. And then TMVP Trey Young. Wow, the, he's good. I want to say something about Trey Young. I I really love. He, he's representing for all the short boys out there who aren't athletic, and can only do a couple of things really well. If you know what I mean. No, yeah. I, I I I know no. I okay, I should I should rephrase that. But like, he's not. Yeah, he's not your typical point guard, he's and not he's your not your typical. typical he's not your typical NBA player. Yeah, and I I, I, know, I just love what he's doing. He's abusing the floater, like he's. Killing with that. He's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. His efficiency is a question, but he's a volume shooter. Like he'll, who will um, he needs to get his shots up anyway. Yeah. Um, I I worry over his career about defense. Um, yeah, he's not horrible. He's not completely hopeless, but he's not um that great defensively. But I feel like if they can kind of hide him a bit on defense, the way Warriors do a bit with Curry, um, yeah. 
kind of put him on the less dominant um, forward or guard. Um, yeah, so if they can try to hide him on defense, that'd be good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Rising star. I do have Jalen Johnson as well, pending minutes. Um, yeah. I don't know if Sharif Cooper will get minutes either, but... Yeah, he's good. I like him. He showed um, some promise. But yeah, I don't know. Like, it's kind of... I don't I don't know. It's too yeah. hard. And like, I also put like Cam Reddish as well. Um, yeah. For a rising star, because he still is a bit in that rising. He's only like star what, twenty three or twenty two or something. Yeah, he's young. Um, Our age. Yeah, that's depressing. Um, yeah. Are you laughing about you saying plenty of growth? <laughs> plenty of. That's a child. No, no, no. growth. <laughs> growth from Reddish and Hunter that can definitely push him in those like seven plus wins. Yeah. Um, I don't know if John Collins is his peak with Trey. I don't think he's hit his peak as a player, but he might have hit hit his peak with Trey or somewhere close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine, um, but I, I wonder whether he can be that guy you kind of abuse in terms of you switch him in a pick and roll, get him on a guard, and it's like it's much better than him because he's undersized. Much better than him going against a four who has like plenty of size and who um, he can't can't really back down. I'd like to see them do that a bit more. Um, yeah, they have a really solid bench, a lot of versatile pieces, um, and like a lot of lineup options, yeah. um, which I really, cause like you got Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter who can switch out and even DeAndre Hunter could play the four, yeah. you go a small ball type thing. Um, yeah, they've got a really very, uh, varied team. Very, <laughs> very, very, um, yeah, I, I am. I don't like them because they beat the Sixers, but Hawks are, have really proven themselves. Um, and I'm, I'm interested to see, can they continue what they did in the playoffs? Mm. But yeah, 48 wins. It's going to be a very interesting um, season for both teams. Mm. I'm very excited. I'll probably be watching more Atlanta than Dallas, but knowing House of Highlights... They like to ride Luca like crazy. So I'll probably see every single game on Instagram. Yeah. Um, that's my final thoughts. I don't really have much else to say. I think um, we've kind of covered it. They're two very good teams, two very young teams that have played really well the past few years. Their stars have really changed the, the landscape of their future and their current situation. Um, so, yeah, that's final thoughts from me. Luke, Carr is the GOAT. Yeah, he's a man. Yeah. He's a man. Uh, that yes. is episode 11. Yes, sir. Episode 11. We really out here. We've got the Knicks and... We've got Clippers, Knicks. Clippers, uh, Knicks. Then we've got Bucks and Nuggets, Suns and Nets, and Philly and Utah. And that is that done. We'll, I'll be doing the 2K22 franchise in between that as well. And then after that, we'll be doing some um, like award predictions and... Um, kind of stuff like that playoff predictions where we think teams will land which is kind of what we've done here but we wanted to do proper playoff seating yeah um so this has been episode 11 thanks for watching sorry if i'm very tired this morning so i probably yawned about 15 times during these two podcasts um that's what happens when you start recording at 7 30 um but the boys got to do what they got to do so um that's it from me i think lucky's out too I'm good, um, man. Thanks for watching. Appreciate thanks it. Watching. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. Thank you. Bye bye.